Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with Adam Gray, the Basketball Card Podcast. We are going to talk about Instagram, probably some other social media stuff. I'm not on Instagram. It's a big deal to Adam, and uh, I'm going to let Adam try to persuade me and perhaps some of you to the uh, benefits of Instagram and other of the like, although Instagram is pretty unique. First, thanks sponsors, Top Spinini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Comsey.com and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. I bet not all my sponsors are on Instagram. So Adam, welcome to the show. We we discussed your origin story and some other stuff before, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts about Instagram and convince me, my sponsors and others, why Instagram is the place to be. Jim, I think you've got four or five main reasons why you have to be on Instagram. And we, we could talk for each one of those for a whole episode. But I think the thing that I think about when I think about you is, you have, I'm not telling anybody a secret here, you have such a tremendous um, influence over people and how they feel about different parts of our hobby. Your name is respected and we all know who you are. And the opportunity that I have right now as I sit and I talk to you is pretty unique. But many people could be given that opportunity in a really easy to navigate way if you had an Instagram account and you were reaching out to people and giving them the opportunity to reach out to you. So the number one reason that I would say that you should uh, join Instagram along with all card collectors is to connect with other people who are like you. Okay. Let me just, uh, can I address them one at a time or are you going to pile up five on me before? Oh, that's why I paused. Go for it. Okay. Uh, The first one is that is uh, one of my concerns and it probably is the concern of some others who are not... Uh, as much engaged in social media because the key word is engagement. And uh, for me to get into social media and engage, if it's, uh, if it's a, a whole bunch of one-on-one engagements, that's, that's going to be a lot of time. And uh, I think a lot of people can get swallowed up in social media. Instagram, very entertaining. I have lots of friends that love it, but it's, it becomes a part-time job. So how do I manage it or how do other listeners manage it to, so it's uh, 30 minutes a day or something that's, that's not eight hours a day responding to requests or comments or questions? The great thing is that you don't have to respond to, to everything. And, and I think that you're in a unique position where I think, people would, I think people would respect that. And those people who didn't respect that probably aren't worth your time anyways. And I, I don't think anybody, like take really famous people who have millions and millions of followers, they certainly don't, res- they don't have to return every message and whatever. And you can get a message that, that goes into a filter where you decide that you want to look at it and you want the, the person who sent it to know that you looked at it. And so you can click on it and put it you know, in a folder where they'll be able to know that. Um, if you don't do that, then they'll have no reason to believe that you've even ever seen their message. So I think I hear what you're saying. And I think that's a really good, a good point. I think your point about some people becoming you know, too into it and letting it really take over is a really good point. I'm probably somebody who's let it take over too much, but I don't think you have to let it do that. Okay. Well, one further thing before we go to number two, uh, you, you, you have uh, dug into some of the old uh, Beckett uh, basketball monthly uh, magazines. We had extensive readers, right? We, at one point, we we're getting a million pieces of mail a year. And most of them had comments and questions and things like that. So we only could print uh, a, 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 a sample, a representative sample of the questions and comments that we got and responded to those. And that was a lot of work. And But people knew that. Are you saying I could do something like that where if I got a large volume, I'm not saying I get a million anymore, but if you get, if you get 100, that's 100 responses. If they're one-offs, that takes some time because the questions we got, if you remember, because I, I know you've done this because I've listened to your podcast, the reader's rights from the back in the day in the basketball, as well as all the sports were, were not simple questions. They weren't yes or no's. They required some thought. Yeah. So are you yeah. saying I could just be selective like that? Yeah, your thought on this is something that I hadn't considered, but I think that's exactly what you should do. I think if you were to take 
one question or one idea a day, like you're doing for your podcast, maybe less than that if you wanted to, but just take your messages that come in and say, here's something that I want to address today and make an image of it. You know, you got an image and then there's got to be some, so is it a video? Is it a short video that responds to an articulated question? That's the question of the day. And is it, is it, what are the, is it Hootsuite? There's the ones that where you can put it out there and then it'll flow to your various social media or is it Instagram only? It's so easy to have it linked to, to other social media avenues, but I just think it would be really easy, a really easy way for you to connect with, with more people who are fans of the magazine, more people who are currently in the hobby. But I think that you would be able to limit it to as much or as little as you wanted to. Okay. So that's my number one. Okay, number one. Okay. The, the number two thing that I would say, and, and this is particularly for you, is I'm going to be really honest with you for a sec. I didn't know about your podcast until you were over 100 episodes in. And if I would have known, I would have listened to all of them and I would have listened every day. The way that card collectors, the way that a lot, let me start that sentence over again, because I don't want to come across as a know-it-all here. The way that a lot of card collectors consume information at this point and connect with people is exclusively Instagram. And there's a lot of people who are like that. I used to be somebody- More so than the Twitter and more so than Facebook. In my experience, far more than Twitter, but Facebook, you're you're right that Facebook has a huge following too. and, And skews older. Uh, that's probably true. That probably, but I'm telling you, I've got friends who a lot, a lot of friends that are in their seventies and that are in their sixties on Instagram. I don't think that's abnormal at all, but it just provides such a wonderful way for you to be able to show your collection and it's just digestible. It's easy. And again, for you and your purposes, I think you could promote your podcast in a way where, where you would have a significant number of people who would come to it, who wouldn't even, who didn't even know that it existed before. And having said that over the last little while, you've had a lot of people on who are big kind of influencers in the card community on Instagram. And so most of the, a lot of people probably know about it at this point, but I think if people were able to engage with you about your podcast there and and Instagram would be the perfect place for it, it would be good for your podcast. I thought Instagram frowned on uh, self-promotion. That might be true. I, every one of my podcast episodes, I put up a little slide that says, here's who I talked to and here's what I talked about. And I think I've seen everybody else do that too. So I don't think the promotion is selling something, not telling people here's something free. Here's well, podcast. I think. There, are a lot of, there are a lot of people who are selling cards specifically. No, but I'm saying that's if you're overdoing the selling and using it as a selling platform and not being helpful, I'm not selling something. I'm giving away a podcast. Okay. I want to, I don't want to run out of time here. Hit me with your number three, uh, point two taken. Okay. The, the number three thing really just goes along with that same sort of thing. And I'll, I'll tell you a story that, that will illustrate this. So a little while ago, I had the chance to acquire a really big card and it's not the sort of card that I would have had enough card funds to go out and to, to just, to just be able to go spend that amount quickly. So I needed to raise some serious cash. And the way that I did that was to say, okay, I need to sell some cards. A lot of people do, I had to sell some stuff so I could go buy the big card. And so in the course of about three or four hours one night, I got on Instagram, got on my Instagram live, and I showed off about 25, 30 cards. And within three, three or four hours, I sold $17,000 with cards over, over 12 or 15 total cards. I did that without any fees. There's no eBay. And I love our, our, some of our friends at, at eBay and ComC and those places. I had zero fees. I sold these things at market value and people were happy to do it because they're avoiding some of the hassle there. And, and those people know me and they trust me. So it's a way to avoid fees if you're able to have the right group of people around you. And, and it's a way for you to be able to disseminate that information quickly. Okay. Not as applicable for me, I don't think at this point and stage, but I think some of my listeners are salivating. Let's go to number four. Let's make sure we get through these so that we'll have a chance to summarize them. The number four would be uh, maybe the biggest one of all, and that is that it gives you a chance to find the things that you're looking for by um, connecting with like-minded people who have the same item, have the same sort of tastes that you have. 
So you're connecting, you know, with, like I said, number one, you're connecting with people and that connecting with people then enables you to find things that you might not be able to find otherwise. What people don't realize is that some of the biggest deals that are happening today, you actually, you talked a little bit about this on a previous podcast where you talked about market cap and, and the number of sales that you believe are happening in a year. I believe that the vast majority of high-end deals, not, not only do I believe, I know that the vast majority of high-end deals are happening through personal connection and that personal connection is happening in social media and I think it's happening on Instagram more than anywhere else. So for you to find things is my number four point. And I, I don't, that's not as compelling as the other ones because I, I, I have too many cards. I said, I've got, like I said, I've got my, my top 1000 and I'm trying to winnow, but I take your point. If something came up, it would be really interesting. Not sure what it would be. And I can see, I see what you're saying. Okay. Let's go to number five. I think those are the, as I wrote down my points of what, what I think, I think those are the main ones. Number one, connecting and number two, really promoting your podcast. For me, those are the two that really should sell you. I knew that number three and number four might not be as good fit, but. I, you're, you, you said you were a CFO or you some kind of a controller? Yeah. Yeah, we had a controller. I'm not going to say he was a great guy, actually, but <laughs> controllers need to know how to say no. <laughs> um, but those first two, in the accounting sense, they're just the, the cost benefit. It would take me some time. I know I would get a benefit. I do not deny that at all. But And you're convinced that the cost, the benefit would far outweigh the cost because, and you're saying exponential? Maybe not exponential, but I think maybe not exponential because you've had the connections on Instagram that you've had thus far that I think have gone a long way to probably promoting your podcast at this point. But if, if I would guess that the connection that you have with people is important to you, and I would guess that you probably enjoy still learning about new things that are happening in the community, I think that's the best way to do it is to go the Instagram route. And you don't think that a lot of the social media traffic in action is uh, centered on 2020 products? I think it depends on what circles you find yourself in. But the great thing about the great thing about social media is you get to decide what circles you put yourself in. So for me, I know there's a lot of 2020 stuff out there. I don't collect as much stuff from 2020 as most people do. Most of my collection is is from before that. So I for me, I, I wish I could put in front of you the number of connections and people that I, I feel like are real friends that have come from that I, world. I can see that you're a, a success story. You're not you're practicing what you're preaching. I, I appreciate that. But I just feel like, like Facebook has Facebook groups. What, what's the equivalent in Instagram? So there are actually like Instagram groups where you can, where well, in an Instagram sort of chat function where you can have certain people on it. So let me give you an example. Let me give you a really good example. There's a Michael Jordan collector group that has just 20 people on it. And I'm really lucky to be one of the 20 people who's on it because the 20 people in this group are, are people who I trust, people who are really smart, and people who know the high-end Michael Jordan market really well. This kind of organically was created by, it was started by one of your previous guests, Chris, and then it's organically grown and changed over time. But whenever there's something that's significant that's happening in the hobby and I haven't heard about it, typically the first place I'll hear about it will be somebody on that group will just mention it. And because there's that connection between us, uh, we have lots of conversations and lots of things that we find out about there that where we become educated. And without that group, it wouldn't happen. Adam, if I were to turn the clock back, uh I've got to turn it back more than 15 years where I'm in the chair, where I'm either the CEO or, or president or again, the boss, the owner, whatever of Beckett Publications. If the social media tools had been available pre before I sold the company, I would have had to be knee deep into all that, either me or my excellent team, because that's a lot of where things are happening. I, I admit that. I just don't, I don't want to have a company. I, I just want to be me, myself and I and enjoy being a hobbyist. Uh, but I can see that when I jumped into the podcasting pool, 
there are there a lot of people want to know more. And I was thinking that a daily podcast would be sufficient. And, and it probably is for some people. Are you saying that some additional output would still be really good and non-duplicative? Is that what you're saying? A little more frequency, another touch point each day? You've hit on something that I think is really important. And that is that you want to give to it what you want to give to it. And I would never tell somebody that they're giving the wrong amount. If you're already giving us a tremendous gift by providing us with 15 minutes a day that we can go listen to and, and come away smarter and, and you know more educated. But if you wanted to connect with more people or if you wanted to have another way to, to communicate, I guess really the podcast doesn't allow you to have the individual you know conversations with people. But if you wanted those, that's how you would get it. We're out of time, Adam. I, I knew this would happen because you have uh, too many uh, stimulating uh, thoughts and questions and suggestions. So we'll continue our, our dialogue on this. I'd love to be a, a guest on your excellent show. But for now, listeners, you'll have to uh, wait and see what happens from this discussion that Adam and I have had about Instagram. And uh, Adam, thanks again for uh, giving of your valuable time. And I look forward to continuing the, like I said, continuing the discussion. But that's it for today. Listeners, I'll be back tomorrow with another episode and Adam will be back next week with another episode or what's your frequency by the way on basketball card podcast. I try to do it once a week, but life gets busy and sometimes it ends up being less than that. Uh, uh, Great note to end on the retired guy is clearly not as busy as the guy that has a family and a job. So thanks Adam. Thanks everybody. Be back again tomorrow. The man in the house of cards.